Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Up and at em. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! With Walker and Roush. Where to wild and crazy guys! Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call. It's Friday, July 30th. I'm Nick Roush. He's TJ Walker, the sports talker. We got the Scooter Dingus in studio here on the Big X Sports Radio, 96 and 1 FM, 1450 AM. Uh, TJ Walker, how, how are you doing, sir? How are you doing this fine morning? A little less money in the bank account, but that's all right. I guess that's why they call it gambling. Yeah. I guess we should have foreseen a little bit of a slide, but it was, he ended up at what, 22nd? Is that right, Isaiah Jackson? Yeah, yeah, and he'll go to the Pacers and uh, wonder what <sighs> old so wonder what the old big guy thinks about that. But, yeah, it was so close. And then I was hoping when I woke up this morning at 4.30 for reasons that I don't understand, I was hoping to see B.J. Boston maybe before 37. I'd get that one, but, no, he, he slid. Uh, he slid pretty pretty far. Yeah, so no terrible, terrible, terrible gambling night, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. But hey, they happen. Yeah, no, it definitely does. I uh, I was very confused. So I was I, I played a little pickup basketball last night, and I was actually listening to it on the way home. Uh, which first of all, J Town, you can suck it. What's up with you getting nice things? Like, damn it, made me mad. They, they've got really nice things out there, TJ. I hadn't been out there in a while. Really nice things. Also, the Waterson Expressway, a big old suck it to you because my 25-minute ride took about 45 because at night they're shrinking it down to one lane. I don't It It, it kind of depends, but by the airport, they've been doing this at night. And it, just sitting through that, I, I, I was sitting through a lot of picks um so at least i got to hear quite a bit of the action but it was funny at one point terry uh, a car tried to uh do a shortcut they're like oh this is blocked off well i'm just gonna skirt through here and then take the off ramp you know uh a quarter mile half mile early and once one guy did it like four cars followed and this cop just immediately throws his lights on and takes off after him lets the followers get away but the leader got pulled over I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> that's what you get, you rule breaker. Get the hell out of here trying to cut in line. Oh. Wow, what a coward cop. Could have pulled over all of them. Could he have pulled them all over? There, I've I've seen it done before. Really? I, I've yeah, there's there's the YouTube videos out there, and then my sister's high school boyfriend uh, on a like spring break trip down to Florida, he got pulled over. I think at least with one other car, but I want to say it was three. And I was like, how did that happen? There's no way. The second he'd get behind one, you'd just go away. And what he said is he'd like literally, I mean, get to a point where he'd get behind one, like literally right on their bumper, and they'd pull over. And then he'd kind of like come to their side and keep guiding them over. And then he'd take off and go get the other one. <laughs> and that's how, that's how he did it. Basically oh, like, a, a, you know, a dog herding sheep almost, but <laughs> yeah, that that's uh, I don't know how I feel about that. All, all of it. I don't know if I like that. Any of them got pulled over. I don't know if I like that. The, just the first one got pulled over. I don't know. I, I, I guess I need to hear more before I 
before I make a decision on it. It's one of those things, Terry, that I just like. It's like the same. This applies to folks who drive on the shoulder too when traffic's backed up, and I just I can't. Uh, it, it it drives me insane. So I was happy to see that they got a little consequences of the action, especially when they drove right past the cop. Like the cop had his lights on and was like oh, basically gee. saying, here's construction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well then, okay. It's a, then it's a no brainer. Yeah. And, and I don't like it when people drive on the shoulder too. But one thing that I've talked about here on Kentucky roll call, but also that I probably don't bring up enough either is, you are supposed to when it's really really crowded so here's a perfect example is 65 north getting on the waterson yes you are supposed to go up as far as you can and merge over last minute people get super butthurt and I'm, I'm not a fan of using that word but i'll use it in this instance but people get super butthurt when you do that that's what you're supposed to do it's i i know how it looks but you're not supposed to back up expressways so it's better to have two lanes of people mixing and matching than one lane that's longer than 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 haiti so i mm-hmm. don't uh i don't I don't think enough people know that go up and then, you know what, if you're up there and somebody's trying to get in right at the last minute, be a nice person to let them over. What's it off you? You're literally going to be one car after that. And if you're thinking, well, if everybody do that, it's going to take long. Well, it's going to take long for the person in the back of the line to may as well make it safer, not back up. I 65 sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a stupid intersection. Since we're talking, anytime you're going to give me an inch on traffic discussion, uh, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll say, I, I wish everybody would have gotten pulled over that did that. But if you are going to pull over somebody, it's, it's good to go after the person that made it look like it was okay. Well, and the reason why I kind of got uh, led astray there is because I, I did have to listen to the picks and, they had, you know, it was your PJ Carlissimo, Ramona Shelburne, Seth Greenberg. They were doing the ESPN radio thing in Isaiah Jack. Like, you know, they're, they're kind of interviewing kids in between picks to an extent. So they're interviewing this guy that is going to Charlotte who took what I wanted to be PJ Washington's place. Kai something who played at Texas. Damn it. That was we needed that one. We needed that one so we could get the spot and 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 secure the bread uh we did not secure the bread as you said he went later but when they called isaiah jackson's name they said he got drafted by the lakers and i was like heck yeah ad and uh isaiah jackson let's get it together two cats one spot let's make it happen but then it was well no actually this pick is being traded wait who's it being traded to the lakers moved to get russell Westbrook just completely flipped tonight up on its head or last night on its head because uh, nobody knew where anybody was going. I think he technically got drafted by DC and then traded to the Pacers, but I was very confused and did not even know till 15 minutes later that he was actually, in fact, going to the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I watched very little of the draft. It was just too electric of a TV night. And draft was just sadly way down the the pecking order. Uh, Big Brother had to watch that. We did we did the podcast over on the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Kentucky Roll Call. Two Patreons yesterday for the fine folks. 
over there. Roush had some big breaking news. Obviously, I listened to your all's Patreon. Gonna have to talk about it. And but had to watch Big Brother, and then uh, you had the Olympics on, which were great. But the Gold Cup semifinal, did you not watch any of that, Roush? Uh, no, I saw that it was getting testy, but it wasn't the U.S., so I was like, eh, they can suck it. I'm good. Well, the U.S. did play in the Gold Cup semifinals. Uh, well, by the time that I was awake, it was just Canada and Mexico were playing. Yeah, I didn't see who won that one. Justin, who won that one? Uh, Mexico. Mexico. Two, to two to one. Oh, of course they did. I mean, good. It'll be more fun to to beat them. Oh, they got they got a goal in the nine in stoppage time. They had nine minutes of stoppage time, and they scored somewhere in that. Really mm-hmm. glad well, I didn't bet the tie. Those little stinkers. All right. Well, we'll just have to get them in the gold cup. Uh, leave your bags of urine at home, Mexico. That game is in Las Vegas. <laughs> that game's in Las Vegas. Sadly, probably be more Mexican fans there than American fans, but uh, we'll take care of business anyways. That's going to be a big one. We didn't play all that great against Qatar. They, uh, they, they, they controlled the possession. I think they were at Roush. I thought you were talking about them for a second when you were talking about the game getting chippy and physical. They were super physical, and they were really the ones for the most part initiating it. I wonder if that kind of knocked us off our toes but we were able to rebound and and uh take care of business and so all right that'll be fun that's on sunday night i believe so go usa go usa hey justin did you what what did what did you watch last night or were you too busy i watched the nba draft for the most part i'll add the two tvs going though i was watching the olympics as well um, yeah, last night was absolutely insane. I've had to spend 15 minutes this morning just trying to catch up on everything between baseball free agency, the rest of the NBA draft that oh, I didn't gosh. watch. I like, about that. my yeah. gosh, baseball free agency yesterday was absolutely wacky. And TJ, congratulations to you. You get a Hoosier and Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> we did. <laughs> the Schwarber. Yeah. Oh, um, well, if you're watching the NBA draft, Justin, uh, I, I, I'm sure you probably noticed that Florida State had three players selected. I did notice that. Yeah. They're, and, they're very talented players. Has nothing to do with Leonard Hamilton. Yeah. He, so you, you get no credit for, <laughs> so you know, you get no credit for bringing in good players to basketball power historically, See, of course. Justin, Florida State. Here's, here's where you messed up, Justin. You're supposed to say that, yeah, they should have gone further in the NCAA tournament if he were a better coach and had all these draft picks. That's the Wolverine card. It's you true. should have played it then. Yeah. You, no, no, you did it. You messed it up. And in fact, oh. you almost proved that Leonard Hamilton is a good coach. Wow. And uh, I really wasn't even da- down with the caveat just yet. Uh, the rest of the ACC had four combined. Oh, pretty good. You, that's, that's pretty impressive for, again, a program that had been to like one Elite Eight before 1986 or something, whatever the crazy stat was. No, Not bad. It is impressive. I'll give you that. And, and I know it's maybe a little too late because Nick's already brought it up, but they should have gone farther. They, 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 prob- they, they probably should have. That's all right. That's the that's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. You can slip up and it can all be over in the blink of an eye. But uh, yeah, I, I think we're just going to that. We're going to keep the Leonard Hamilton thing running. So absolutely. Yeah. Be, be be ready for that and you we, we fully expect you to do the same you know if they slip yeah. up and, and lose some games we'll we'll fully expect to 
to hear it from you. All I right. I'm now a full-fledged Florida State hater. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring bring it on. Yeah, the baseball free agency was wild. That's that we could do we could do a lot of radio today. Uh the Red Sox got smacked by the Blue Jays, so congrats to you, Trevor. But uh yeah, mm, so Trevor where, where do we where where do we want to go? I, I will say so I can give you Trevor's take on uh Isaiah Jackson. He says he cannot remember the last time there was a UK player playing for the Pacers. He said maybe <laughs> Trey Wiles got oh, Alex Poitras like two or goes. three years ago. Yeah, suck it, Trevor. I was actually at a game where he yeah played. So yeah, you're wrong, Trevor. Wow, I can't believe it. TJ, thank you. Trevor's not even a fan of his own team. It's really sad. Well, he's going to make some snarky comment about, oh, imagine forgetting about Alex Poitras. Probably some truth to it as well. But, I mean, it wasn't, it, I'd get it if it was like seven years ago, but it really was not long ago <laughs> at all. But it's not I think some of, I think, I think some of Trevor's favorite hobbies take away some short term memory. So, understandable. We'll, we'll, you give him a pass. You be nice to the big guy. Nope. Sorry. No can do. Actually, he showed up and talked this week. So, I'll be nice to him. Yeah, and you were as soon as I leave yesterday, you were pretty mean to me. Uh, a lot well, of suckets yeah. to me. When I'm yeah. out, is this the norm that you just you know vent and are are nasty even on the Patreon? It's the same thing that you do uh, to me, Terry. As soon as I leave, that's not that's not yeah. true. I'm kind. Usually, talk about how much I miss you. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I, I've been in the car. Especially when I used to have to leave for spring practices in the morning and I would hear like the next 30 minutes. And I think there was even a time or two where I wanted to call in and I was so peeved. So I, I think you're thinking of the text line and you're just you're you're now thinking I was saying those things, but actually I was reading the texters. So oh. you are associating their words with my voice. That's not fair. Yeah. I I I'm, I don't think I was conflating. The... And when I called and when I said dum dum when I texted into the show after I left at a red light, I was talking about the texter, not oh, about you. Okay. The texter. Yes. So yeah. it was the texter I I think was saying something like, No, it'd be at eighteen or nineteen games. That'd be too many. Yeah, they just play fewer games, dum dum. <laughs> <laughs> like they wouldn't play 18 or 19 games. You, so if you did, if you did, uh, if you did the SEC semifinals, you would probably play. Yeah, probably may. I think we'll someday probably get to a point where it's all conference games, and maybe you get one out of conference game if you want it. Right. And then I do, and then I do think spring football is going to be a thing, and I think that's going to be more where you play like your absolute cupcakes. And it may be like a three-game spring season or four-game spring season. This is all I think maybe within maybe within ten years, but probably closer to the. I don't know. It's going to change quick. I, it, some people. Oh, we got to talk Texas, Oklahoma too. Don't let me. Yeah. Don't let. I mean, that, what what is up with late July giving us so much sports? Like, come on. I know it. It's, what the hell? Like two. We're supposed two, to be talking about nonsense right now. Yeah, two hours. Well, we're, we're, we still find a way to get in some nonsense. But uh, two hours, not enough with everything that's going on in the wide world of sports. But they – I do think you're going to see big-time scheduling changes. So, uh, yeah, they, they wouldn't have teams playing that many games. But we'll see. I, and now it sounds like that 12-team 12 12 playoff is put on hold. 
uh, be the perfect time to give the SEC semifinals a world. That'd just be a huge money maker. And it was official yesterday that the SEC has extended an invitation to Oklahoma and Texas. I guess we're into it. May as well go ahead mm-hmm. and and di- dive on into it. And they said for the 24-25 season, and we finally we got a Bowlesby responded, the Big 12 commissioner. Remember, he sent the season desist letter to ESPN, which was pretty, pretty spicy. Roush would call it a spicy a meatball. And it was. ESPN kind of comes back with the like you're a yappy dog, shut up, shrug. Like just like <laughs> literally like get get away. Like you're you're crazy. You've got no evidence. You're just making stuff up. We didn't mm-hmm. do anything. Uh, so either provide more information, but we just assume this will be the last that we hear from you. And Big 12 hasn't responded back to that, but they did respond to Oklahoma and Texas being invited to the SEC. And the ending of the letter was pretty interesting if you believe that the Big 12 and Bullsby are acting like children because they most certainly are. May I read it to you, Roush? Yes, please. I'll read the whole thing because it's pretty short, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll highlight the part that I think is most noteworthy from a wink-wink perspective. Today's SEC announcement reaffirms that these plans have been in the works with ongoing discussions between the parties and television partners for some time. We are disappointed these discussions went as far as they did without notice to our inclusion of or other Big 12 members, despite our concerns for the process and the overall and the overall health of college athletics and comma, but allow me to interject. So that's basically them just saying, hey, ESPN, we we still we're still not happy with you. And big in Oklahoma and Texas, we know that this had been going on for a while. I think it's kind of childish that they're like, we just wanted we wish we would have known well that's not how this stuff works you know it it happens behind closed doors you should have had texas a&m spill the beans sooner but this is the Mm -hmm. part that i like from the big 12 uh, and from bullsby because that just this is going to be fun folks this last little part here all right so the sentence was despite our concerns for the process and the overall health of college athletics we will do everything possible to make sure that the student athletes at both universities enjoying excellent experience throughout the remaining four years of their participation and competition in the big 12 conference. So they're going to be thrown to the meat grinder. Oh boy. Oh, Texas and Oklahoma. You, you better hope uh, the big 12 basically is saying like, you're, you're going to either have to pay us a lot of money or this is going to be a long four years for y'all. <laughs> and i love it and i love it and good for the big 12 because if they you know if they have the legal stakes to do it that's fine you know you know they're not staying that long right there's no way right right like it it just would be way too awkward i mean that's preemptively dumping somebody like it just doesn't it does it's it's nasty it's ugly no yeah no no, in no way that it actually lasts four years from now. I don't know who is going. I, I would guess that A&M and or not A&M. I would guess that Texas and Oklahoma are going to be the ones that are the catalyst and buying out to make it happen next year. Because, but like TJ, I'm getting with you where yesterday's statement was like, kind of like, all right, Bullsby, we don't need any more of your U's and T's. Like this was a lame statement. You're done. 
you're done here. Now, it's fun that you intend to keep them in the league around a little bit longer, but I I just can't see it happening. Can't see it happening at all. Yeah, that's uh I I I feel the same way with your sentiments. I'm I'm pumped up about it. If I'm Bullsby, my first phone call is to one John Higgins. You know that he is corrupt and willing to give Oklahoma and Texas a bad whistle for this upcoming basketball season. So I, I'd give I'd give him a ring a ding and uh, get get him in your pocket. That's kind of actually, in all honesty, I don't think that's actually going to happen. But in all honesty, that's kind of like the scary part of if you actually think Big 12 is going to make life miserable is, you know, who pays those officials. And it ain't, it, ain't Tex- it ain't Texas and Oklahoma. And trust me, if they could, they probably would. But uh, the, they're getting their paychecks from the Big 12. And it just does it, – it, it's in your head. It should be in your head. When, when officials have such a say in the game – I think you naturally have to worry about that stuff, and I I certainly do. So uh, they'll be joining the SEC. It was pretty clear early on that this had been in the works for a long time. We didn't know about it, but once it leaked, that's Man, why. Real quick, we, I mean, we, we you know, a week. Or our no, show, we were, other shows were like, no, that this can't, that won't happen. Too many egos. We were we were like as soon as we heard it, it was like yeah this is definitely going to happen. There's too much money on the line for this for for it to not happen. And they're already projecting like billions and all crazy crazy numbers. Uh, Lachlan says no because Kentucky may lose an extra football game every so often. You, the whole athletic program should turn down billions, but uh, but to each their own, I suppose. To yeah, each I- their own. Yeah, I, I like our our boy Hot Take Torres was like, you know what? I may have been wrong, but they're they're definitely going to stay for the next four oh, years. Yeah. There's no way they let him out early. And it's like, ah, oh, yes, love this. Just dragging the feet on a bad on a on a bad take. Love he was he he was like, this is it doesn't make sense. Teams are going to say no, it's not happening. He was like that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. See, and again, you know, I like Torres. But he's wrong a lot. But he's wrong a lot because he has a take on everything. Yeah, and he, he he'll he'll get pretty spicy. Volume taker. Yeah, he's a high volume taker. Yeah, so yeah, it gets a lot right. But you're gonna notice a lot of the ones that that he'll get wrong as well. That Torres ain't staying until 2025. This we're not <laughs> we're not gonna be you know three years down the road and say one more season for Oklahoma and Texas ain't happening. Zero chance. Zero. Um, settle. Um, All right, Terry, let's... maybe we take a break and we talk draft, right? We because like I think we we mentioned it, but we didn't really like dive into it. Maybe we do that. I I don't I don't really care all that much. Uh, the Terrence oh, wow. Clark tribute was the Terrence Clark Clark tribute was amazing, and That's I'm so glad the NBA did about. Yeah. that, and I'm glad. I didn't see it live, but I saw it, you know, about three minutes or four minutes. As soon as it was posted on Twitter, I saw it and a little dusty watch, watching that. Yeah. But that, besides, besides that, I don't know. Do, do we really want to break down where players go in for the NBA? doesn't really matter. Wow. Normally this is like a full day show and we're just like, ah, it doesn't really matter. We'll just yeah, move on. But we have so much to talk about. We've got a, 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 a bump in text line. I mean, we can talk yeah, a little we bit more Can we about make fun it. of the Lakers? Like, come on. We didn't even get a chance to make fun of the Lakers. Well, that's more about like a trade than, you know, the yeah, NBA but there draft. Was, yeah, it was the draft, though. Roush, whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about, buddy. All right? 
and I mean it. There so we when go. we return, yes. we'll talk NBA draft and whatever else is on Roush's brain. Fine by me. <laughs> it's a Friday show. Nothing's. Got, I'm in a great mood, and the texts are <laughs> the, the texts are hilarious as well. So we'll have a good time with that. We'll Thank be right you. back here on Kentucky Roll Call and Big Tech Sports Radio. There's a set going strong, a lot of things going on. The man of the hour has an air of great power. The dudes have envied him for so long. Oh, super Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Can I see your license, sir? What? Your license. Where's your license? It's on the bumper, man, back there, man. No, I mean your driver's license. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I got my driver's license, man. With Walker and Roush. <laughs> that just sounded so real funny, man. Hey, your mama. <laughs> I'm just a Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. Get your weekend started off right. And Roush, you keeping up with this USA women's Olympic match? Uh, I just saw on Twitter that we scored another goal. I've I've made a conscious effort to not put it on the television because I get distracted too easily. So oh, how, we don't want to do brave, that. How, how brave of you! Mm-hmm. We, we we appreciate we appreciate it. Yeah, no, the the, the Netherlands scored first, but. United States, bang bang, came right back and and pew, pew. were able to to not only tie it up but take the lead all in a matter of just minutes. So it's been it's been an electric game. United States up two to one. Yeah, and uh, over on the golf course, they are heading to the weekend, and X gonna give it to you. Xander Shoffley is uh, he's either tied for second or in the lead. He shot a 63, so he's near the top of the leaderboard. Rory played well as well. So not a lot of no-names anymore on top of the leaderboard. Well, that's good to see. The no-names can get the heck out of here. Yeah. I was actually – that's one thing I have not seen is the leaderboard. So uh, I do do need to go check that one out. Yeah. May do that. May do that. May do that here shortly. In the meantime, Roush, yesterday had some salsaritas. Delicious. Jerk. Very, very good, as always. I went with the taco salad so I could kind of trick myself into feeling a little bit healthy. But that's the the thing about salsaritas. It's It's great because it's it's like you're tricking your brain that you're saying, hey, you're actually being healthy, but also this is the tastiest food you've ever had in your life. Yeah, of course. So I... Ate all of it. It was delicious. Got chicken. Got the extra chicken. They give pretty healthy pours, but I was just I was starving. And their chicken's so good. And then the wildly addictive chips with the hot salsa. Uh, it, it's delicious. And if you're doing something this weekend, weather looks unreal for tomorrow. Hoping the rain holds off. But even if it doesn't, like just you know, go sit in the garage and finally feel low seventies for the first time in a long mm. time. And. Uh, and have salsaritas come cater a little picnic. Why the heck not? It doesn't matter if it's six people, eight people, 12, or 1,200. Salsaritas will find a way to make it happen for you. And you can do it all online, the app. 
it's very easy. I would highly recommend, even if you're just going in and ordering food, downloading the app, placing your order, picking it up, skipping the lines, not having to wait. You're also going to save yourself some money. But if you want to call somebody and you got some catering questions, you just don't really know the setup of it all, they are incredibly friendly and they'll be happy to talk to you on the phone. So you can give them a call at 502 502- 897-5323. They've got two locations, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive-through. St. Matthew, Matthews newly renovated. Give Salsaritas a call. Give them a chance. You will not be disappointed. Wildly addictive chips. All right, Roush. NBA draft talk me, buddy. Yeah, Xander is the top of the leaderboard, by the way. 11 under. He shot 8 under yesterday. Let's go. I just wanted to pull it up. The ESPN app is really horrible for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody else. Thing, yeah, yeah. I don't think that any of the media is fully prepared for Olympic stuff because it's so many sports. They're just not used to. They're used to their bread and butters, and then this one just throws them for a loop. So the uh, I, yeah. our our uh, still still some no names at the top of the leaderboard. Our boy Hideki Matsuyama, he bounced back. That's good to see. He's only three back off the lead. You're gonna have to keep an eye out on him. Be playing the playing playing the home course. I don't mm-hmm. really know if it's just home course it's just in the same country so yeah exactly you got to roll with that uh all right uh how did my saint x brethren justin thomas he's only one under geez he's been a little slump seems like yeah yeah oh what's wrong with him is he is he feeling the heat is he feeling the pressure from the sports talker coming for his throne oh our our south korean friends are not doing too hot oh no M. Sung Jae is one over. That ain't going to get it done. You may as well get the strap on your boots. And then <laughs> and then Kim Si Woo, three under. Maybe if he got really hot, he's not completely out of the uh, out of the woods. But, oh, no. Yeah, oh, no uh, is right. I hate that for them. I really do. I'm being genuine. That stinks. Uh, I, was, I, was, I wanted to ha- have at least one of them just in the hunt on the final day because how electric oh, would that man. be? The stakes, like war or peace. <laughs> <laughs> this putts like, for a bronze medal in two years on the DMZ. There's just they're, they're just like a a, a a drill sergeant like waiting for them on 18. <laughs> oh, it's so sad because it's true, but it is also funny. Yeah, you have like the, the there's the metal stand just right there, and then about five yards off, it's just a few guys in uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, oh, man, give me twenty. Oh goodness gracious, man! <laughs> <laughs> next, oh. next spring at Augusta, it's a green jacket or a, a military fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> <Your> camouflage. <laughs> oh boy, man. that's. Uh, I'm glad to be an American. Yeah. Wow. We we really are just kind of. This is the fruits of our freedom right here. We get to joke <laughs> yeah. about being drafted in a military service. So and, good, good, good on us. And most likely, you know, they'll be they'll 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 be fine. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, they're not going to be North Korea men, you know. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're well, it, uh, hopefully, some white collar. Yeah, yeah I don't absolutely. know. Um, 
Wait, so we actually did. I, I do think it's worth noting that the Lakers are idiots and morons. You have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and you're going to go get a guy who has to have the ball in his hands at all times and Russell Westbrook. Like, I thought the whole point was they were going to go do something to get some shooters, get some depth, get more complimentary pieces around the two. Is this LeBron waving the white flag saying like, well, I guess I'm just going to be third fiddle now because – Russell Westbrook ain't coming in there to pass the ball a bunch to LeBron James. I just, I, eh. and also Westbrook's a loser. Like he gets triple doubles, but he doesn't win. I, I don't, I mean, I, if, if you're Westbrook, I'm sure this is a great way to ring chase, but man, I just, I can't see this ending. Well, you can hot takes expose me all you want, but they got rid of a lot of decent pieces with Caldwell Pope and, uh, oh, Montrezl. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, I always thought was overrated, but they got rid of a lot to bring in one guy. I don't know how they're going to fill in their bench. They had enough trouble as is doing that when they won the finals in the uh, what you call it year, the, the in the NBA bubble. But like, I just I don't know how this is all. Don't know how this is all going to work out. Well, I think you probably nailed. Or Justin, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's funny that you say he's not coming in to pass the ball to LeBron, Nick, but he's averaged. 10-plus assists five of the last six seasons. Yeah, those stats are deceiving, Justin. Like, like everything that what Russell Westbrook does is, like, even when he's being unselfish, it's for his own glory. Like, when he gets those assists, it's after dribbling around for 18 seconds and then getting an open man. Like, I I know that I'm there's glad probably you, some I'm... Russell Westbrook stands out there, but I just I do not like the way he plays basketball. You just don't like him because he was mean to Drew. No, I actually forgot about that. That was really funny. Oh, that's what it is. Your good friend. Now, uh, you, you, you went all Trevor there for a second. Justin provided some facts and a stat, and you just went, no, but you're, it's not right. At least you did end up providing a little bit of context behind it. I think you nailed it with your first sentence in this whole mumbo-jumbo when you said uh, LeBron maybe doesn't want to be third fiddle. Probably so. I mean, LeBron's old. He's like – it's crazy he's still able to play at the level that he does. It's uh, you, you think back to some of the other people in his draft class and you think back to people that he's played against, how long he's been in the NBA. It's probably exactly what it is, is that now will he that now thinking that he could do that or should do that versus his brain allowing it to actually happen during a game. Those yeah. are completely different things. <laughs> That's going to be a tough pill for him to swallow. But he probably should. It probably should be let Russell and AD be the guys. And if you're the third option, then that's that's pretty darn good. But I, it, the ball should be probably out of LeBron's hands a little bit more. And he's got to worry about his health. You know, he's got to worry about staying healthy. He, he had done such a great job of that for most of his career. But he's so old now. So this could allow him to kind of take a few more nights off, which will be good. Probably all these guys want to take some nights off. Westbrook and Davis as well. Davis, obviously, a history of injuries. So I, I don't I, – After I was wrong about the Brooklyn stuff because uh, I thought Kyrie was kind of crazy and maybe. And that's uh, – you know, mm-hmm. if he is, I hope he, hope he gets the help. But uh, I just thought – I thought it would be too much. But at the end of the day, Day, I think they were able to put it aside in the hopes of winning. Now, could LA do it? 
Yeah, probably, I think they can. I, I, I was wrong about Brooklyn, so I'm, I'm going to go the other way with the L.A. It's just mm. the, my issue is you still don't have shooters, so we'll see how it works. But, yeah, if LeBron can be the third guy, then I think this is good, but you still would want to go after and get a shooter. Right, right. I thought Buddy Hield was going to be the move, but, eh, you know, no, I guess that's not the case. I just – Man, imagining LeBron playing third fiddle, it's hard for me because I just watched uh, a, a half of a two-hour LeBron James infomercial with the Looney Tunes. Man, that Space Jam movie. Whew! So bad. I mean, oh, guys, Nick, I just... I, I was... I, I, Justin, I give everything. Like, my bar is very low for comedy, and I love the Looney Tunes. But man, I had to stop it because I just was like, goodness gracious, I can't do this anymore. Wow, you had to stop it? Yeah, part of it, I was tired, but it was just bad. It was just not. Oh, no. Yeah. What were you saying, Justin? I was just going to make, I, I, I thought it was interesting you brought up the point about third fiddle too because I don't, I don't necessarily agree that LeBron would play third fiddle in that situation, but there's the arguments there that he would absolutely. So I, I tend to lean on your all side on that. But was there ever a point in LeBron's career, whether he's 35, 39, 45, it didn't matter. Or is there ever a point in LeBron's career where you see him not being the best player on the floor? That's crazy that we're even discussing this. Well, it's probably already happened. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Was, yeah. was, did you watch no, the right. finals when you're they right. won it? Yeah, Anthony Davis was. It's just wild that we've had the all these back. years yeah. of LeBron and we, we it thought it was going to go on forever. And now here we are seeing the decline of one of the best players of all time. In, in but he's thing, old. He's been playing yeah. forever. I mean, this was going to happen. We've so, almost kind of taken some of it for granted, you know? Like, yeah, that's and that's my mindset. I have taken it for granted. When you look at LeBron now, and it's like, huh, he only has a few years left. That kind of sucks. Yeah, like it's almost he he's entering his nineteenth season. <laughs> that's crazy. Imagine and Raj, LeBron was well. the MVP of that Finals, for what it's worth. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been because Anthony Davis is better. But he's LeBron, so you know, gets a little yeah. Country. Yeah, they were gonna, you know, if the Suns had won, they they would have found a way to give it to Chris Paul, who had played well. But yeah, the, yeah, that's some, how it sometimes goes. that sometimes that uh -oh. MVP award. Uh oh, oh no, we've got some bad news. No bad news here. This is from at Mojito Mac on Twitter. Always fun to start the day and with an hour of standstill traffic on your way to work. Wow, uh, drivers beware! Chris Mack is sitting in traffic and he's not happy. Uh, let's see. I think there is closed due to overturned vehicle in Jefferson on 71 southbound between Gene and exit not or so the Waterson. Oh, that's yeah. a bad. Oh, that's a bad place to have a closed highway. Mm -hmm. Hope everybody's all right. But I so I guess that means does Mac live outside the Gene? Yes comes in 71 so he's in Although, like the, the prospect area i thought he was in lake forest though but no that could work i mean I w why wouldn't you just go 64 well you'd go gene to 64 yeah well because if he's going downtown i mean yeah, i don't know that's, go good. Downtown, that's, though. that's yeah, a good question yeah, I, don't... I wonder yeah anyway it's probably not good radio for 98 percent of the people <laughs> that don't know the exact locations we're talking about so we'll we'll move past that See, I was going to say, what other sports radio show is going to give you traffic updates? 
I would That's any of them point. that have tra- any of them that have traffic updates. <laughs> Which isn't yeah, a big need, sports radio a, thing, but you know, like we, need to, we need to start have Justin uh have like a helicopter in the background. So before we go to break and yeah, we've got a wreck here down on uh 64 and, <laughs> and the, I, the, the the big X uh uh what what do they what, what do they call Officer Don when he would be in his helicopter? Uh, I think Officer Don. Yeah, but like Skywatch traffic. There we go. That's what it is. We'll have uh, Justin Kalen, Skywatch traffic. The Twitter account Total Traffic SDF is a good follow for those folks. For if you live in Louisville, gives you, they'll just tweet out when, where there's accidents, at, like right when they happen. And uh, that's, that can be helpful. That can be helpful. That was quote. talking traffic. That was talking traffic. Hey, Roush, do you want to hear a, list of the top players that weren't drafted uh yeah sure well let's let's hear it okay just gotta find it oh okay well while you search i uh for completely forgot to give a huge suck it to trevor kelsey who said there's nobody in the nba g league but two of them drafted in the top seven suck it trevor yeah suck it that's interesting I'm not pan. I'm not like you know. I don't. I think with the nil, everything's going to change with the nil. But that's interesting. Teams are are felt comfortable enough doing that. Well, here's the thing, too. I I'm curious if this is going to be a like. I, I really think this could be a one off because it's almost like they took a year off from basketball. I mean, they did they did the gobble for like a month maybe i mean but they didn't they didn't play a whole lot of basketball so they really got to protect their stock without or excuse me their their draft stonks without having to play much basketball the covid almost gave them an out so i don't know if it will be consistently happening uh but i do think that ignite team is destined to have a couple players drafted per year i just don't know if it's going to be two of the top seven yeah, no, it won't. It won't be two of the top seven probably ever again. But it's. Uh, I, I think you're taking a little extra risk. It's probably similar to international players to some degree. But international players, you can at least maybe trick yourself into like that. Well, I guess the G League did to, to some extent, but it. it it's. It, I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the G League to say that international players have more of a sense of growing up playing in a professional system, sometimes playing against grown men for three, four years of their career. But the G League, they did play against some grown men as well. So uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess I guess we'll see. But I'm not too worried much about the G League anymore. You'll lose some people here and there, mm-hmm. but Kentucky still should be able to, especially with nil, be able to get most of the people they want. TJ, I tend to disagree with you. I think the G League was the more safer option in terms of a pick last night. I mean, you got to think these guys, NBA teams have seen these guys for the whole time they've been in the G League. So they know what they're getting. They know what they can expect out of their games. I, to me, it's a safer pick than going international. But Well, that's fine. I, I wouldn't really argue with that. I think they're of the same mold, but they're both not as safe as a college basketball player. You'd agree with that, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. 100%. And and they've seen them play a lot, but the I'd say I, I would guess, and again, just talking out my butt here, but 
I'd say 80, 85% of what they've seen is just them going against their own team or workouts and, and things of that sort, which, like, you can only get so much. By the way, I had somebody close to UK tell me that Isaiah fell because during workouts, teams thought he was – the way it was phrased to me – let me, let me actually read it because I don't, it, was, it, was, it was kind of bizarre, the, the phrasing of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, go to Dwayne PV. Let's see what he said here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but what I was told was lots of bad info being thrown around combines with him being himself during his workouts. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what so that I think means. so like I you know went on to kind of talk a little bit more and just like I guess his competitive will was questioned if you will. That huh. that's what they that's what they meant by it. like he was just like a little too laid back which that never really came off as Isaiah during his time at Kentucky. Right. Uh, you know, maybe people that have more so- sources closer to the team could, na- and especially now that he's gone. But that, that kind of stung for Isaiah. I think he lost a lot of money. I, I, I do. I, I think if he would have known he could get picked 22nd, he would have been better off coming back to UK. And especially with Nil, and especially if he continued to kind of chart like the way he was charting, he could have been an easy top 10 pick the following year. So I, I think he, I think, and, and obviously BJ Boston did too, but he he was ready to to get going and under that's fine. People got to do what they think's best for him, and Isaiah ultimately made that decision as well. But I think I think financially, last night was a pretty big mistake for Isaiah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen the, I, I from a dollars and cents standpoint, I don't know how far it is from going from fifteen to twenty one or 14 you know what i mean but or 22 excuse me but when the season ended or or maybe in february because he really started playing well towards the end of the year maybe as the month of february turned i would have this is probably right around where i would have guessed he would have gone i thought he worked his way into the lottery but we also had 17 months in between the draft and the end of the college basketball season so i you know it's one of those things where Maybe teams overthink themselves. Um, I think Isaiah will end up doing just fine in the league, but you're right. He did lose some money last night. Jeff Drummond, Cats Illustrated, thought it'd be about a $2 million financial shortfall for that Isaiah. Stinks. He, that's he was kind of, and that's assume, and that is assuming he'd come back and improve his stock, which is no safe assumption. Could have came back and right, right, tore, you know, blown his knee out or something, and then it's a completely different story. So you 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 are splitting hairs when you're talking about, hey, millionaire, you you could have made more. It's like, all right, I'll I'll be okay, and he will. <laughs> but I do think if he you know had a crystal ball, could have looked in the future, I I think maybe he would have changed changed his mind but that's life and he'll be fine and he'll be close enough where kentucky fans can can go root him on and um hope it works out for him because he seemed he seemed pretty cool seemed like a great guy all right i did eventually find that list of some players all right so uh deshaun nicks that was a g league guy 
Yeah. Remember, Kentucky recruited him. He committed to UCLA and then kind of last minute went to the G League. It was a surprise so, commitment to UCLA, too. I remember that. It but, was. Um, yeah, no, undrafted. Yes, John Petty didn't get drafted. Ah, oh, poor guy. Yeah, seventeen I, I, years of college didn't pay off. No, it didn't. But he'll 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 be able to go make money playing basketball for a long time. I don't think he, you know, I think he was ended up being a little. And I say this knowing he was a really nice college player. I think he was probably a little overrated as a recruit. I just don't think his game was ever going to probably be NBA elite good enough. Well, I shouldn't say never because in high school I thought he probably would have been. But once you saw him in college, so a bummer bummer for him. Oh, I hate this one, Roush. Mm-hmm. Jose Alvarado gets bullied oh. by Georgia Tech and Josh frickin' Pastner feels forced to go to the NBA draft and his one and only chance to go through it does not get drafted. So, I- Jose Alvarado, you can thank your buddy Josh Pastner for giving you ultimatums and basically threatening you. So, uh, I do hate that for him. But, again, he'll oh. be another guy that ha- will have a long basketball career somewhere. Oh man, here's one that I, I, I hate to I, see. I, I was saving the I was saving one for last, so I think this oh. is probably who you think. Uh, okay, let's hear uh, it. Well, I, I'm not I'm not there yet. Oh, okay. There's more. Okay, so if I say the one you're thinking, then I'm wrong. But I think I know who you're going. Trendon Watford from LSU. That dude was awesome. Uh, you know, Christian's little brother, Justin. He averaged 17 points a game. He did not get. Yeah, selected. he didn't get drafted. Man, nope. that's crazy. And all right, Roush. This one is surprising, really, more than anything. Matt, you hurt. Oh man, <laughs> is that not the play? Is that not the player you were thinking? No, no, the player I was thinking uh, played basketball right down the road. Carly Jones did not get drafted. Yeah, I, it didn't seem like he was probably going to get drafted. He's just so short. He's a good player. I wouldn't be surprised to see him make an NBA roster or summer league and and do that sort of deal, but. He 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 did not get drafted. He could have came back to U of L. Could uh, could have I guess he couldn't have transferred because he already used his one freebie. But could have came back to U of L. Ultimately decided to go to the NBA draft. Didn't look like he was going to get drafted. Probably not a huge surprise for him. David Johnson did go in the second round. Roush. Yes, he did. Forty uh, seventh pick. So uh, I, I I found it interesting too that. So you mentioned Hurt. I think Hurt was the number two or three player in the 2019 class. So the 2020-24-7 rankings, Cade Cunningham was ranked first, first overall pick. Green was second, second overall pick. Mobley was third, third overall pick. Jonathan Kaminga was fourth. He was drafted seventh. B.J. Boston was the fifth ranked player in the class, drafted 51st. Well, I, I don't think anybody's <laughs> going to be surprised to learn BJ Boston had a pretty rough year. Yeah, and it's just like, oh man, of all of the, you get a top five guy, and yeah, and you're telling me you've got a one in, there's a twenty percent chance he's going to be a bust, and you you hit that twenty percent. I think the same could be said for Matthew Hurt, where I I was shocked that he ended up not having a successful Duke career. What do you mean? He had a great Duke career. Did he? He's a forty-four percent three-point shooter. How many NCAA tournament think, games did he play? In? I think I think he was ACC. Was he player of the year or first team? He was certainly first team. How many uh, NCAA I mean, tournament games did he play? In? But that's like he was good. He was good. He, he lit wasn't up. His, he wasn't okay. He he did have that game, but he wasn't as 
he uh, played well against U of L and all of them. My wife hates him just because U of L, I think, won two out of the three. But like Hurt was just like catch and shoot, it would go in. He just caught fire against U of L. Uh, I can understand the disdain for him. But no, he he had a good. He was a good player for Duke. They're just kind of stunk around him, mm. and pandemic year as well didn't help. Yeah, it didn't help, but still wasn't as good as I thought he would be there. Thought he'd be much better, much more annoying, much more hateable than what he was. Maybe it was uh, just because Duke did stink. Averaged over eighteen and over eighteen and six last year. It's pretty darn good, Roushy. Yeah, still not as he never scared me. He fucking Matthew Hurt. It's because their team stunk. That's all right. All right, uh, daily double break here, Justin. How's that sound, buddy? That sounds phenomenal. All right, we'll do it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We've got a full text line to get to. Hour two coming up next. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back into Hour Number 2 of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll 96, Call. 1 FM, 1450 AM. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, the Scooter Dingus, and TJ, the sports talker Walker, who is going to be back shortly. Uh, before he gets back, though, I need to tell you all about Genesis Diamonds. Justin, you look like you need to upgrade your timepiece because, uh, like you and Trevor, it's too late. All right. So we got to get more prompt. And Genesis Diamonds is having the sale of a lifetime next weekend. That's August. 6th and 7th, that that whole weekend, three-day event where they've got the best pre-owned Rolexes in the area at the best deals in the area. So head on over to Genesis Diamonds next weekend to check out their Rolex event. And hey, if you're wanting to upgrade yours, that's a good time to trade one in, get a different style, different model. Genesis Diamonds, Shelbyville Road, Plaza. Uh, Justin? Are you a watch guy, Nick? You know, I am until the batteries go out. Okay. And then I just never fix the batteries. I never have been a watch guy. I worked at a summer camp one summer, and I had to wear a watch then. But other than that, I've never really been a watch wearer. Well, it's time to become a watch wearer, Justin. Maybe so. Maybe you so. become much more formal if you do that. Um, I did want to ask you, because you brought it up earlier, we had Kyle Schwarber traded. Uh, he's going to the Red Sox from the Nats. Is that right? Yeah, correct. And then we had Max Scherzer traded from the Nats to the Padres. Correct. I didn't see that one. Did it not happen? They were talking about it happening. I didn't see that one. I did see, I saw no. So Scherzer and Trey Turner are going to go to the Dodgers is from everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. so Which is huge. Padres couldn't pull it off. Holy crap. The Dodgers. Yeah. They're going to be freaking loaded. 
And then, well, then the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees have got all kinds of pieces. They got Joey Gallo, who was in the home run derby. They got Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs. Yep. Sheesh. I know Cubs fans were sad because they were still clinging on to a few pieces from the World Series team. Getting rid of Rizzo, that was the... There's still going to be a few guys around, but that was the last big blow. Well, Bryant's on his way out too, apparently. So right, right. We'll He's see where get he paid lands somewhere elsewhere in the offseason. So, yeah, I I feel bad for Cubs fans uh, to a degree because it was it was fun watching that run. You know, I'm not a big baseball guy, but like, hey, I I, I can get behind a team that you know, like it was so sad hearing people like, yeah. My my dad waited eighty years for this, and then he died last year. So this one's for him. It's like, oh my gosh. Well, that's that was the one thing I never really understood before they won that World Series is how in the hell were there so many Cubs fans? Nobody had ever seen him win anything. They were it's the like, it's like Cleveland. It's like Cleveland Browns fans. How how do they have fans? They've never won anything. I don't get it. Uh, you know, you're an Indiana basketball fan. You know, <laughs> we've won, but it's been, it doesn't feel it's like it's been it. a long time. You, you, <laughs> you only remember those wins from your childhood. I don't even remember those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, it's they were, they're the big team in the region. They were on WGN, you know, like there, there's a reason why people get hooked like that. So, um, but the end of an era in Chicago, uh, in Wrigleyville. But yeah, a lot of big moves at the trade deadline. So uh, uh, the Reds, they're still. It's it's fun to see the Reds, uh, Reds Twitter get all crazy, uh, and they have been with Joey Votto's last little. I didn't see what he did yesterday, but I hit saw that homer. they won. He hit he, another homer yesterday. He's eight homers in the last six games for Mister Votto. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Reds are playing well, and they got three relievers on at the trade deadline. Might even make another move today. We'll see. Um, so yeah, watch out for the red legs. Uh oh, watch out for the red legs. Let's get to the text line 502 414 1450. Um, what do we got here? Oh, we're still texting about Simone Biles. Uh, on Simone Biles, she is neither a hero nor a villain. I think this overreaction criticizing her is a direct response to folks trying to call her actions heroic and idealistic. She is tough and an amazing athlete, the best gymnast in U.S. history. She broke her toes last go-around and performed near perfection. She is tough. However, her act of not being able to overcome these obstacles is not only tragic, but also something is not something we should celebrate. If she is de- dealing with whatever, just let her heal. Don't push her, put her on a pedestal, but she is not a villain. Wow. Yeah, I, that, think, I think that's pretty good text. Whoa. Who is that? Is that the sports talker? Hey, I was here think? for the MLB debate, but there was really no good time to jump in, and I didn't care. And two, I didn't want to interrupt you all. So oh, uh, I was going to wait till there was a little moment there. I think that's a solid text. You could make a case that kind of putting her on a pedestal is what got us here in the first place, which she deserved to be celebrated. She deserved all the hype because she was amazing, but clearly kind of dealing with a lot of other personal stuff. She said the night before that she pulled out that she felt like the weight of the world was on her shoulder. So she she obviously kind of just needed a – I think she just needs a, a break from, from maybe everything. Uh, this is one of those rare moments, TJ, where the phrase putting her on a pedestal is very literal. 
there's no there's no symbology behind it no like she was actually on a pedestal like getting a gold medal hmm yeah that was a bad roush joke but no it's it was it was good it was good buddy mm. a texter says if trevor didn't see a doctor after this you'll be fine scooter sends in the gif of trevor falling directly on his butt back and unfortunately head uh, mm-hmm. all while trying to kick a soccer ball yeah <laughs> it's actually impressive i'll never forget when i saw that after you all did it oh man you, you had to worry about him which by the way our boss sent in footage of a free throw shooting contest between trevor and i, I guess that was nick coffee have not watched it yet but man we got to put that up on the facebook page uh, I, you'd never seen that before? No, never seen that before. Yeah, it was uh, that. That's a oldie but goodie. I think Trevor had to like give up fast food for a while or soft drinks or something. <laughs> he, said he, he, had to, he said he had to lose weight. Yeah, yeah, and like the if he lost, he was gonna have to give up soft drinks or something. There, there was some caveat, and Trevor actually did it for a while, and I think he lost like twenty or twenty five pounds. Um, it, but but didn't didn't stick. Uh, I think he he did that uh, with us with the fried food one year for Lent. Yeah, but I think he didn't end up like kind of cheating or something. Oh, it's because he went to eat fish and he forgot that fish is fried. (laughs) That's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, of course, you could get it not fried if you wanted to go to the right places. I mean, Goose Creek Diner is like a stone's throw away from his house. They've got yep. some good bake. They've got some good baked fish, but uh, yeah. Anyways, that's our Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Yeah, po- po- you sh- should post that on the Facebook page. Nick Coffee and Trevor shooting some free throws. Oh man, great stuff, great stuff. Uh, Texture says absolutely love the detailed response. The fact that Wagner got Taco Bell and Arby's twice a week isn't talked about enough. That is incredible. That is absolutely incredible. You never find that at Trinity or St. X because instead you're caught buying a slice of pizza and a Bosco stick for seven bucks. Prices for flick are insane nowadays. Also, I can totally see you bringing a referee, being a referee for St. Matthew's basketball. Next time you're on the show, we need to bring up this topic. Uh, well, Plumley bro, he'll, he'll hear you. He'll hear that text or see that text. And if you're asking Trevor to remember something, you're going to be sorry. But if you bring it up, I'm sure he would have uh, so- something to say about that. So we'll we'll try to we'll all try to remember it. A texter says, "Do you all think there will be a second lockdown for COVID? Kind of worried everything is going to be back like it was with this recent spike." Yeah, the recent spike is is just uh, almost strictly. Uh, it's mostly cases. Deaths are luckily staying kind mostly where they were which you know you don't want anybody to die but they will yeah i um i think that since there's a defense for it like um, i think 97 percent of the people hospitalized are unvaccinated it's, that's the case like, in louisville is that yeah so it, like it's like it may, may, maybe it's nationally but well i heard the the 97 percent is is directly think, to louisville i okay. know that for sure maybe but, it is nationally too i saw mitch mcconnell had a stat that was one of those really high numbers and it's just like well why lock down the world if you can just get a shot and not go to the hospital like it's you know yeah. I, mitch uh mitch really pushing the shot i there i hope there's not lockdowns i, I think it's uh 
I don't I don't like all these I don't like the mask I, I it's a slippery slope we've seen it before so yeah I, I I'm more worried about uh, attendance at football games because I am too it's it's I, less it's less about being locked down because I don't think you know people like they're yeah just not, it's not they're gonna just, be they're gonna, gonna do be, what they're gonna do you know it's not gonna be a fully blown lockdown but I don't want to wear a mask at a football game and I don't want anything less than a hundred percent capacity at a football game. And I, it, it, you know, kind of starts with that. All right, let's just pop those masks back on. All right, let's close the bars down a little bit. All right, let's just nobody over 8,000 people together. I, it's a slippery slope. So I don't, don't, don't love where it's heading, but uh, I guess we'll, we'll see what the numbers look like. Just wait two weeks. Just wait two weeks. I would actually almost respect Bashir if he just came out and he was like, and like him and Dr. Stack, and they were like, listen, we're going to, things are going to be tough these next two weeks. We just need two weeks to flatten the curve. And two weeks. <laughs> People would lose their minds. I'd almost kind of respect, uh, like, just the troll job. And then he could wink and be like, just kidding, guys. Come on. <laughs> TJ and Rouse, did you guys always make the A team? Don't lie. <laughs> literally said on yesterday's show that i was on a c-team city championship team so no i didn't always make the a-team a-team guy over here although man i i in our pickup last night it was one of those where one one of my friends he was the guy that played center at DeSales after me he's two years younger did a little college ball at hanover but it's one of those things where if there's another big guy We've always got to be playing. Like if you you get lopsided, if one of us sits out, man, by after an hour, you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to be missing some shots horribly, and it's I'm gonna I just gotta accept that I'm going to suck at points because my legs are just not going to do what I'm telling them to do. Yeah, we're getting there though. We're getting back in that basketball shape slowly but surely, getting there. Love it. You just got to gotta keep playing. That's what yep, it's all about. Keep on playing. Keep on playing. Texter says, what confuses me about Brittany Renner is, and PJ is her chasing PJ. If Brittany was this big-time basketball chaser, why would she choose PJ when she could get a top-five drafty? I mean, he was a lottery pick. <laughs> Still. And, and also, like I'm sure she was wanting a good-looking guy as well. PJ's a good-looking guy. And he was young, so, you know, makes sense. I saw where uh, his mom weighed in with a, like, don't believe all the bleep you've been saying. And then Brittany commented on that post, like, yes, or something like that. I don't know what's going on, but I love that it's, like, the most teenager kind of drama you could possibly have unfolding on social media. It is worth remembering, what, PJ's 22, 23, maybe? Maybe. Probably just 22. I mean, I some would say I'm still an idiot, but certainly at 22. So, exactly. Um, yeah, that you you have to keep that in mind, and I'm I've got to tell myself that because my initial reaction is like, hey PJ, you don't like you could just get away from all that and still just be fine. You know, mm-hmm. I know the heart wants what it wants, but you can also just convince yourself like it. You don't you you get you've got a kid, you got a great family. You you can be all right with uh, without the drama if if this is drama, but maybe maybe this is all just being blown out of proportion, and they deleted all their pictures of each other just for goofs. 
Yeah, classic goof, classic goof. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texture says the Mint Gaming Hall at Kentucky Downs. That's uh, that's the the first exit uh, when you come from Tennessee to Kentucky and Franklin. Uh, they just started phase two of three phases of construction, which is a hotel of 120 plus rooms and suites, hoping phase three will be a sports book if some sort uh, to have a great place to watch games. I'm pretty sure CDI owns Kentucky Downs. So, like, they could just be doing all this stuff at the same time for a very intensive purpose. Yeah, I wonder if they do own it. Because if they do, then that's exactly what it is. So, I think I think CDI owns Kentucky Downs. Yeah. Which is one of those places I've always wanted to go to. But their meet is 1st of September, and I'm always – that's that's football season, you know? Yeah. So, Texture says, TJ and Roush, how much do you tip at a restaurant? How much do you tip when you order a drink from a from the bar? Uh, at a restaurant, twenty percent basement, and if they're you know if they're great or I'm in a good mood or whatever it may be, it could be a little bit more than that. Um, but I think in this day and age, you got to at least be at twenty percent. And then when you go up to a bar, I don't know. Oh, what do we? We got two Justin Kalins in on the oh, chat. Oh wow, weird how that works. Uh, yeah, I, I do the I, thing too, TJ, where I like very even numbers. So like, you know, I'm just gonna make it. If it's thirty one fifty, I think eight fifty is probably more than twenty percent. But I'm just gonna make it even forty bucks. Yeah, I well, that that I'm sure sometimes I'll. I've done that as well. The bar one's a little bit more tricky. If I'm just like, if there's no weight, just going up, grabbing a Bud Light, probably probably just a buck. If I'm going to, uh, if it's super crowded or something, and sometimes that just determines how much change you get as well. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Justin, you got to stop logging in and out, buddy. I did, I don't have any clue what was happening there, guys. <laughs> were you, Sorry for the distraction. Were you logging in and out? Well, I was because there was two of them. No worries. It, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the the bar is a more complicated equation formula, though, Terry. I will agree with you there. Yeah, it is. A texter says, if you had to choose three sauces that you could only have for the rest of your life, what are they? For me, I'd go Chick-fil-A sauce, honey sauce, and barbecue sauce. As they like to say nowadays, no cap. Jeez. Yeah, I'm probably doing Chick Fil A sauce, Sweet Baby Ray's, and uh, oh my gosh, Cholula. I, I've really enjoyed Cholula sauce lately. Nice little hot sauce. Think I would go ketchup, obviously. Not an Devil idiot. Spit Barbecue because Devil Spit Barbecue. You, you and, will you stand for Devil Spit? And then probably Salsarita's hot salsa. Is that considered a, no, a that, sauce? You know that is a salsa. Different salsa is much thicker. Low key thick. Hey, ketchup's pretty thick. Uh, eh. Sweet baby rays is thick as butter. Yeah, but it's not like chunky. Like you're eating chunks of food with your yeah, you're diced up tomatoes. Yeah. And peppers and lots of other things. Yeah. No, I'm not counting salsa is not a all right. So I'll go salsa for my third. Salsa ah, hot spicy salsa for my third sauce. Justin, do you have do you want to get into it? Uh, I was going to say Chick-fil-A Honey Roasted Barbecue, which if you have not had the Honey Roasted Barbecue, tastes a lot like Chick-fil-A sauce, only slightly better. And then I'd go uh, Frank's and Honey Mustard. Not bad choices. Not bad choices. Big Honey Mustard guy. 
Yeah, I mean, I am too. I'm with you right there. Um, well, I need to, uh, I need to go to the doctor. Unfortunately, guys, I'm unlike Justin Kalen, I don't skip my appointments or cancel them last minute. But, gentlemen, it's it's been. Wait, this last text is me. I should read it, right? Wait, are you really going to the doctor? Yeah, <laughs> we had this conversation like two days ago. On 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 text line, you weren't here when I was telling Justin before this break. But yeah, I've got to go to the doctor's office. So, uh, but before I go, Roush, you definitely strike as me as a basketball player who's uber aggressive, doesn't mind getting physical, but as someone who has zero touch around the rim and isn't that smooth, I could see you having very poor shot selection as well. It's almost like this person was scouting <laughs> me at our game last night. You jerk. I also a big time talker too, so you know. That's always fun. But yeah, I gotta get get on the road. Uh I'll see you all on Monday. Go cats. Woohoo. All right, let's go to a break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Two, that's far shooter. Oh, you can count. Good for you. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. I was a little too tall, could have used a few pounds. Tight pants, points, hollering out. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 on FM, 14.50 AM. TJ Walker and Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. Appreciate you spending it with us. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. Fun Friday show so far. Justin, what do you have planned? you working this weekend? I am working tomorrow, but I'm off today. So, yeah, I'll be what relaxing, you, not playing what you, golf. What are you going to do? That's a great question. I don't. I really don't know because I always golf on my off days. So I don't know. I was, I was trying to talk my roommate last night into going out and playing just so I could be around it. I might might take a couple swings, see how she's feeling. But yeah, I don't. I really have no idea. That well, sounds like the perfect reason to go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. You can just do a, just do a couple swings right over there off Exit Four in Southern Indiana. Go to BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com. Book your tee time. It will show you where you're coming in on the ball. It'll show you your force power, too, so you'll know if you're getting actually your full swing or how far off you are. Uh, that sounds like the perfect place for you to go if you just kind of want a casual little round, not have to play the whole shebang. It does. Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. It'll save you a lot of money as well. Over off there in Exit 4, Southern Indiana, just about 10 to 15 minutes away. And If you're looking for lessons, if this summer hasn't gone the way that you wanted, Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Highly recommend you go there. Let him fix your swing, fix your game for you, take strokes off your game. He can do it. He's done it before. And All you can right. bring beer. And you can bring beer, although I, I, I need to, you know, that's, that was kind of on the hush-hush. Like, I, you know, they don't they don't really care, but, you know, don't, don't go telling everybody. Got it. Exactly. No, I don't think they mind if you uh, BYOB. <laughs> we need to get out there and do another show. That was a good time when we were out there. It's been, uh, it's been too long. All right. Let's uh, get back to the text line. I don't know exactly where we are. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Texter says, TJ, I honestly have no idea what kind, what you do, what what you be like as a hooper. 
so I need to pick up with you guys sometimes. That anytime, go go ahead and invite me to some pickup basketball. I'll be happy to play. I love how this texter sends in scouting reports for all of us, but they've got nothing on you. They have no clue. I I, I leave them stumped. Uh, they 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 have one for you. Justin strikes me as someone who goes ext- who's extremely sticky on defense and goes 110 percent, but isn't the most coordinated athletic person on the planet. That's not a bad guess, but it's actually the exact opposite. I am pretty coordinated and athletic, but I don't always give it my hundred percent. I, yeah, I would think that you'd just be like a shooting specialist. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I'm a. I, I hang around the perimeter for sure. Yeah. Uh, a texter says, if this doesn't hit, we rip off Scooter Dingus's good arm. Jackson under twenty. Uh oh. Yeesh. You better kiss that good arm goodbye, no buddy. No kidding. There goes golf. <laughs> oh, man. A text. Oh, uh, do we want to do – we've got four Trevor time texts. I think that would be a good time to do them. Yeah, I think there's more than four. Let me no, see there's there's only four, I think. Did you send in more this morning? Yeah, I'm showing seven Trevor time texts. Why do you say that? Because that's what I'm counting. Starts at a challenge of his manhood. Yeah. No. 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 It's it. It's uh. It's no. Yeah. There's only then it then there's a break and then there's no text again. That means we get back to the regular text line. Okay. I was looking at actual Trevor time. Yeah. So there are a few more that I sent over uh, before the show this morning. Do you want me to read them all? From Trevor. From, from Trevor? Trevor. Correct. No, uh, you you are. I think you are mistaken. Okay, I'll just read the ones you sent. There are four. I'm. I mean, I'm looking at the Trevor's. This is terrible radio. I'm looking at Trevor's direct line, and the last time he had sent in a text was Friday, and there was four from Thursday at six fifteen p.m. on. And then there's Thursday at ten ten, Thursday at ten forty five, Thursday yep. at eleven thirty two. I don't see those. Uh, I don't see those on my text line from Trevor. Maybe you need a refresh. I, you know, a refresh could go a long way. <laughs> so read the four. Read them all. Up to you. Read them all. If there's more, right. go ahead and, and rip them off. Let's let's get them. A challenge of his manhood is all it takes for Scooter. Justin, grow a pair, take an edible, and realize Leonard Hamilton is a good coach. <laughs> that was a good one. Was it a scooter or a Segway? I picture him looking like a miniature Paul Blart riding around. (laughs) Rouse said Harrison's shots were three of top five moments in life with Wedding and Duke, but he didn't actually say the order. He did not. I can't wait to hear TJ explain to Hannah that the basement expansion must come to a halt because no one wanted to draft Isaiah Jackson until after the 20th pick. Yep, it's like Trump's border wall. We're going to take a little hiatus on it. You know you've won the debate when the other uses the lazy, you can't talk about Biles because you aren't an Olympic athlete as well, come back. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it so much better that first off, Trevor's going to double down on some old Biles takes. Secondly, just Justin reading it. Sorry, continue. 
<laughs> Just because I spend my Saturday night eating cookie dough while watching <laughs> reruns of the Jeffersons instead of being athletic doesn't mean I can't relate. <laughs> it does. If that's your screw- skewed criteria, through, though, fine. I said bottom line, she quit, and I may not be an Olympic athlete, but I'm an Olympic-level quitter, and that was quitting. Oh, okay. I like the spin there from Trevor. Is it hard to regain my love of watching the NBA draft when ESPN makes me suffer through so much Kendrick Perkins during the broadcast? Dude is as awful as an ashtray on a motorcycle. Or as as useful as an ashtray on a motorcycle. It's, um... I I don't... Yeah, he, he was having a tough time with Moses Moody. He Like, he couldn't pronounce... That name, you know, I, I mispronounce names all the time. I, I, I didn't watch enough of them last night to, specific, to specifically agree or disagree with Trevor, but what I have seen from him, I do agree with Trevor. Moses Moody, not a hard name to pronounce, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, that was the weird. That was the weird thing about it. But I, I really am not one to to point fingers in that regard. But yeah, his overall analysis, I don't think is. Uh, is the best, so I, I don't disagree with Trevor there. And the final Trevor time text, Perkins so badly wants to be Barkley on commentary, but he's as close to Barkley on commentary as he was as close to Barkley on the basketball court. No, oh, that's such a Trevor. That's such a Trevor text, too. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, that, that does seem to be kind of who he's molding it after. But, all right, good Trevor time. Yeah, so the, the text line was – you know, I thought it was strange we didn't have any new texts in, in the morning. But, yeah, so it just – I had to completely exit out of it and start back up. So, uh, great Trevor time. Great Trevor time. It really was. Okay, what do we got here on the text line? A texter says, B.J. Boston would have made more money this upcoming season at Kentucky than he will bouncing around the G League. Could have greatly improved his stock, got paid next year. In four years, he won't make what he would have made if he just came back and would have been – became a lottery pick next year. I'll be rooting for him, though. Well, there's no guarantee he'd be a lottery pick. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, that's why when B.J. Boston – it was kind of – if we remember correctly, Kyle, I think Kyle Tucker, and if it wasn't Kyle Tucker, then – uh, hand up. I'm certainly not trying to throw him under the bus necessarily, but I think it was him that was kind of floating around quotes from Cal quotes. I think maybe from Boston senior, uh, there was some positive BJ Boston momentum of, wow, could he actually come back? And we, and this was like in February for what it's worth. It wasn't after the season. It was cause that was the strange thing, thing about it. It was after the season. It almost just did a complete 180. Whereas, like, when when could he get out fast enough? So, uh, I guess it all uh, – things can change, or maybe it was just false hope or false hype from the get-go. But there was times that it looked like there was a chance he'd come back. And I remember UK fans collectively thinking, or maybe even us talking about here on KRC, but how's that going to look? Like, I, yeah, we want it, sure. Because he did have some nice games. His shot started to become a little bit more consistent later in the season. It, and it got to a point where Kentucky really couldn't win unless you had some contributions from B.J. Boston for the most part. And unfortunately, they're still late in the season where some games that he'd still go missing. But overall, probably more consistent. His his highs were higher later in the season than they certainly were earlier in the season. So we were like, yeah, that's fine. But we didn't feel like it was necessarily going to be this amazing thing. So I do think 
there was a sense of Boston of if I come back and have another year like this, I'm in big time trouble. At that point, you're not getting drafted, Justin, and and you'd have to either stay in college at least another year or maybe another couple years. But I don't. It's a it's a tough spot for Boston. He just didn't seem to want to be in college basketball. Right, and I don't, I don't know that the nil rights coming in has had, would have had any effect on him either way. I just I'm with you. I think he would have he was ready to go. Yeah, he, I mean he, you can't you can't he, risk, he you can't risk it. Yeah, there are some quotes from Calipari that seemed kind of like you know players have talked about wanting to get better and staying and but it's a probably it, if he don't want to be in college, it's probably best that he did go and. uh and this is where he'll start his professional journey. And he's really talented. Nobody, every, everybody would agree with that. It's just if he can put it all together. A texter says 502-414-1450. Great gesture by the NBA honoring Terrence Clark. It definitely made me tear up. Very powerful. Yeah, and it, it should just be a reminder to folks that things can change quickly. And uh, it's totally, life's totally unfair. Yeah, and that was that was cool. I I totally was not expecting the NBA to do anything like that uh, last night. So seeing that and seeing the tears streaming down his mom's face, I'll be honest, it kind of got to me a little bit too. Yeah, it's uh, it it was one hand I was happy to see it. On the other hand, it was hard to watch because it you know he should have been there and getting picked by a team, and it would have been a, a, a would have been what he was dreaming for. A texter says, what happened to the streams? Also, happy effing Friday. Not sure what that means about the streams. Streaming's good. Yeah, suck it, buddy. Streaming's good. <laughs> TJ, will you be betting the Cardinals tomorrow? They're playing the Twins. I'm just excited to play the baseball game. And nobody seems to know the baseball game except for a very close-knit group of people. But everybody is – let me explain the baseball game to you, Justin, okay? Yeah, please. And I, I'll be having to explain this to my friends tonight, actually. Uh, so when he says Cardinals tomorrow, he means tonight. I'll be at the Cardinals game tonight. So the baseball game is – it depends how many people you have. Let's say you, you go with a group of four or you go with a group of eight or you go with, you know, whatever. You draw a player from – you can do two teams, you can do one. It really just depends how much you want to gamble, how much you want to keep up with. And you get a player, or you can get two players. You can get a player on each team. You can get a player on two teams, whatever it works out. When they go up to bat, Justin, if they hit a single, everybody that's playing the game has to pay you a dollar. If they hit a double, everybody playing the game has to hand you $2. Triple, three. If they hit a home run, everybody's got to pay you $4. If your guy grounds out or pops out, no harm, no foul. No big deal. If your guy strikes out, or if he walks, if he walks, no big deal. If your guy strikes out, so whether swinging or looking, you have to pay everybody a dollar. Man, I like it. And then there's a lot of times there'll be little side games as well. You can do a little side pot for after an inning if they roll the ball on the mound. Does it stay on the mound or go to the grass? That's always a fun one. Uh, there's a lot of little inner games you can play with it. Some people will do extra juice for a grand slam. It's a it's a real hoot, buddy, especially for teams you don't care about. And yeah. really even teams you do care about. There's 162 games. If you focus a little bit more on the gambling aspect of one game one time, you'll probably be all right. 
But, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to doing that. The only issue is I'm worried my friends are going to be too drunk to, like, be able to keep up with it. So you'll have to stay sober and do it. Well, I won't have to stay necessarily sober, but, like, if 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 people have to kind of pay attention. If people aren't watching the game at all, then you can't really do it. It's right. It's a game meant for, like, being in your seats and people just talking and watching the game. We're going to be in this, like, the that little all-you-can-drink area. I think we're going to be standing, so I'm sure people are going to be floating around different spots, mingling, being idiots. Oh, um, I don't know if I they, – they, so a group of six of them went last night because they were going to go stay at the casino and just gamble, watch the draft, do that sort of deal. They were out late, went – Got a few hours of sleep. They went back to the casino this morning and were denied entry. What? Denied entry. For what reason? So the night that they're going to an all-you-can-drink event, they were denied entry at the casino for being too drunk at 7 in the morning. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, why don't you all just go to bed? And they were, they, they said, we did. Like, we, we all kind of – we were all – I think a good chunk of them are dads, so they were kind of used to getting up early anyways. And they were like, to be fair, we still were drunk from the night before, but we weren't acting stupid or falling over or yelling or anything like that. So uh, interesting dynamic I'll be coming into. Can I uh, just add one suggestion for the baseball game? Yes, please do. That, that would, in my mind, would make it a little more fun. So you say for strikeouts, it's a dollar. Swinging, yes. swinging strikeouts should be a dollar. Looking should be two. I, I do kind of like that caveat as well. Yeah. I, I would, I'd be down to add that as well. You get, you get wrong up, you got to pay two bucks. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's embarrassing to be a major league player and not swing and get rung up looking. Yeah, you're getting literally paid millions to swing. Exactly. Uh, I, 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 I like that added bonus to it. And this group of people, they're, they, I, I love them. They're degenerates. So you know, we'd probably even anti like up the stakes where we'd play for a little bit more i don't know it can add up though if a if if you got to pay out a couple home runs and then your guy strikes out and you're with a group of like 12 people or something like that it's it can add up even though you're just talking about dollars two dollars three dollars uh it's a good time yeah but just just imagine one home run and you're playing with 10 people that's yeah i know it's pretty good at that point you think you're with house money the rest of the day but (laughs) it doesn't always work out that way but uh it's a good time. It's a fun game within a game. Boys, that Patreon. Oh, and then, of course, Roush leaves before I could talk about the freaking Patreon. <laughs> that was horrible. Horrible. What, the Patreon? Well, just the news. I mean, the oh, Patreon itself the, the was, eh. Gosh, the fact that he thought that that was, like, such big-time news. They When they made a deal with the guy who used to own 24-7 – and rivals and he owned this three like this we i I figured this was happening i just wondered if it was going to go to pay i wasn't sure about that or not um they're not but they kind of will and what they'll do is like when they're talking about having all these big riders be on their website they probably will get some free stories and quotes and stuff like that but sometimes it's going to be links to premium articles or somewhere down the road it will be i just wonder if they're going to get a message board that's it, it. That's I wish Roush was here to talk about it. This is kind of like UK nerd fandom internet talk, Justin. I yep. wouldn't totally expect you to understand, but like the KSR does get 
crazy traffic because they do a good job and they cover everything, but sure. they don't have a message board and message boards for Kentucky fans are kind of a big deal. Like, you know, cat's paws is not amazing, but there are some folks there and then cats illustrated, they have great content as well. And, and nobody really does football better than Justin in terms of football recruiting, but the message board is like their lifeblood over there. So, well, perhaps they don't want to deal with the drama of it all, which I can certainly understand. People on the internet are ridiculous. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, and there's some message board. There's some message board drama too. I'm noticing that at Cats Illustrated, it, it, and there's some that should be for what it's worth. But if anybody, anybody at KSR or KSR collectively gets brought up, those messages are starting to disappear, and that's weird. Hmm. When I was at Cats Illustrated, it was as long as you know you weren't breaking board rules, you could talk about anything. As long as you're being polite, you know it, that they're they're the old cat's paws. This is some like media UK fans that have been on the internet and on these message boards. This won't be news to them. Cat's paws used to if you wrote anything about KSR or you linked KSR or if you even brought up any of the KSR personalities those messages would get deleted. But that was because they just didn't want competitors linked. But this is more people being critical of KSR. And these so it's almost like if you're saying bad things about KSR, those messages are getting deleted on Cats Illustrated. Interesting. And some of them should be. Like some people just are such jerks on the internet. And it is what it is. But some of them should be, but some of them are just, you know, basically dif disagreeing with opinions. It, you know, it's an opinion for an opinion. And that's interesting. I wonder if, if, if there's a concentrated effort or if somebody reached out to somebody. Just uh, something I've noticed over on the message board life. A texter says... Boys, that Patreon Roush and Hoosier Scooter Dingus, SMH, maybe it's time to rethink the re subscription. Come on, guys. I just closed on a good business deal today and got a workout in, saw the Patreon on my inbox and thought, what better way to cap off a good day with some big-time news from Roush, only to get big click nicked. <laughs> if you both can suck it and hell get even give TJ a fourth of a second for allowing that to even happen. Move the big news on that though, saying that that rivals is going to Ralph saying rivals was going to be out of business in a few years. Yeah, that was, that was pretty huge. How about that? Do you think that's actually going to happen? No. Yeah. No, I didn't. Gosh. And Roush, yeah, I I love Roush, but of course not. Rivals is Rivals is pretty healthy, but they 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 are they are fully expecting some huge things at on three or three on. Yeah, that's I, I'm excited to see it. You know, more options for us consumers. That's fine by me. But if one's gonna, I would think twenty four seven isn't as healthy as Rivals. But but I don't know. I've been out of the game for a while. TJ, did you make that bet on the Isaiah Jackson under? Also, did you see Locke old take exposed Nick's old boss? Oh, the, the obsession. No, I did not. But uh, I did. No, I did make that bet. I lost. Uh, I lost a good amount of money last night. Unfortunately, I did make that bet. Justin, why don't you mute yourself unless you're talking? Sorry, buddy.
No, no worries. But you're um, you're allowed to. I, I want you to talk as much as you want, but just you know, there's that good stuff. Let's see what the Great. old takes exposed was. Anyone that does an NBA mock draft and doesn't have Isaiah Jackson in the lottery should find a different profession. That was from December. You know, that was a Matt Jones tweet. Locke, that was from December. You're such a dork, Locke. It was from December. Things can change. And even at the end of the season, Isaiah Jackson was projected a lottery pick. Just the workouts did, supposedly didn't go great, Justin. Yeah, I mean... I was I lost money on that too last night for what it was worth. You all were so confident, but I only threw five on it. And when I when I heard your all's confidence level, I should have went the other way because anytime you all are extremely confident on something, it's usually wrong. Well, no, I, I should have known the second you wouldn't. You actually decided not to bet me. I should have went and cashed out my bet and not placed it. The only way I win bets is if it's against you personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 true. Uh, all right. A texter said we need to just make, make like little dollar 50 cent bets and then I'll put real big money on the uncle Bo. And then, there we boom, go. you know, and then you can go bet it too. We'll, we'll, we'll rig the system. <laughs> a, a texter says, uh, well, I don't really know where we are. Did you send over the Trevor text this morning? Did you send over any text this morning? I did. Yeah. I've sent over all the texts. The one we're on now says, Hey scooter, it's called the baseball trade deadline. Not free agency. That happens in the offseason. That was from Keith. Big big mistake by me. I said uh, free agency. You, you did say that, and I didn't I did. correct you. Nobody corrected you, so uh, we're, partially, we're partially to blame. We'll, no, nobody until Keith. But, uh, yeah, you knew what he meant, Keith. All right, so why don't you, Keith, yeah. you give it a big <laughs> suck it, buddy. Texture says, John here, TJF. Morning to all. Good to see the Cats get drafted last night. My favorite was the special tribute to Terrence Clark. God bless his family. Okay, I have a question. I was a Pistons fan ever since Tayshawn was there, and I switched to the Heat when Hero was there. I was basically following Cats to a team, but I'm just not happy as a Heat fan. <laughs> as a Heat fan, I should say. You don't pluralize Heat. I believe I will always be a Pistons fan at heart. So can I go back or is a bandwagon of Cunningham to be drafted first? Well, have a great weekend. Got to go. Talk to you later. Go on back, John. Nobody's going to care. And you know what? If the Heat make another run while the Pistons are still developing, it's all right to have a little side piece in the NBA. You know, my heart's with the Celtics, but I think, you know, deep down, I was probably rooting for the Heat against the Celtics. I, it's tough to root for the Celtics led by Jason Tatum. I'm oh. I'm not afraid to go out there in a minute. Well, and it's also tough to have an NBA team based on Kentucky players because there's pretty much one on every single team. Yeah. So, John, you go back on home to Detroit, buddy. That's right. Be a Pistons fan. And every time I see Tori and Prince, I think of Tayshaun Prince for what it's worth. Every Do time. You, so, I know you and Nick, you all are probably heavy believers in Cunningham, right? That. Uh, I am. I'm huge. Uh, yeah. And I got in an argument with my buddy who's a big NBA guy, supposedly. And he was he was like, I I, I hate that he it was one. He thought it was just one website that was listing Cade Cunningham as a point guard. I was like, Cade Cunningham is a point guard. That's his position. Like he will be a point guard. And he was like, they drafted. Uh, I forget what the name of the goober is. He was like, they drafted some point guard last year with the seventh pick. But the fact I even already forgot his name, I think, kind of says everything that we need to know about uh, the player. Let me see what his name was. Well, 
I'll get it here in a second. Oh no, uh, Killian Hayes. Yeah, Killian Hayes. Who's yeah. a good? Who's a good? Who's a good player? But like, imagine the Pistons being like, "Hey, Cade, we need the ball out of your hands. It's Killian Hayes time." No, that's not happening. So yeah, Cade. Whether you want to call him a point guard or not, the dude's gonna have the ball in his hands, running the show because that's what it should be. So the reason I bring that up is because for whatever reason, and it was like this at Oklahoma State. It's gonna be like this in the NBA for me. For whatever reason, I just do not believe in Caden Cunningham. I just don't. And that, that may be my most ignorant take I've ever had on this show, but for whatever reason, I, just, oh, I, I don't promise, see that. I promise you it is not. I've had some bad ones, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think that's that, that it's a take for sure. But guess what? You're not wrong. You're, you're, you, you, you've got a couple years to be proven wrong, buddy. I just so. wish- I just wish I had something to back that up, why I think that. But I truly have no clue why I don't think he's going to be successful. I just don't. Well, you could make the case that three-point range, his shot, not consistent enough. So if he's not able to shoot, people play off a little bit, and he becomes slightly more two-dimensional than a 3D player, which is obviously what you strive for. So that 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 would be your angle, I would think, is that I don't think he's going to be a good, consistently good enough shooter to be able – to allow his downhill attack mode to take over. Yeah, but Giannis doesn't take threes either, and he's league MVP. So yeah, but he's got like an eight foot thirty wingspan. That's true. That's true. I mean, he like literally is an alien. I mean, anybody that can take three steps and go the length of the floor for a dunk. That's if we ever did actually have like a Space Jam playing against some aliens. He would be. We we would need him to to lead the lead the show, but you are right. There are people in the NBA that can do it without being good shooters. I think Cade's a freak. I think he's going to be amazing. I, I would almost guarantee he's rookie of the year, assuming he stays healthy. And and odds are you're you're going to be right over my take because I truly I, I like I said it's not based in any facts at all. Mm-hmm. A texture says you're right. That was bad radio. I I I've done radio radio long enough to know when it's bad. And uh, from time to time, we have some bad radio. All right, one more here to end the show. Ask Hoosier Dingus who the hell Caden Cunningham is. Cade Cunningham. Did you? I didn't hear you say Caden, but I might. I might have said Caden. Uh, who? Who the hell is Caden Cunningham? No idea. Cade Cunningham, however, was the number one pick in the NBA draft last night. Yes, and should have been a Kentucky Wildcat, if not for wanting to play with his brother. And boy, could Kentucky have used him. Yeah, a Kentucky team with Cade Cunningham last year. Who knows what that even looks like? Hmm. Makes you wonder. Tur- tournament team, I know that. Tournament team for sure, but uh, probably not a Final Four team. But I guess you really never know. Oh, well, we will never know. This is our show TJ Walker and Justin Kalen, Kentucky Roll Call. I'm heading to St. Louis. We'll be back on Monday. Hopefully, I think Roush will be here. Who knows? You know that guy. Just dipping and dodging left and right. Hope he's listening. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe, and we'll see you on Monday. Bye.